Yo sepa. Yo sepa. Welcome to another week of It Is What It Is Radio. Yeah. I'm your host, Fly T. Miles, and today we got everybody in the building. We got my co Love God B. Wow. And we got Dev is back. Yeah. Back. Before we get the show started, please give my brother Jamel Raymond Bishop a moment of silence. This is King Porter for Friday. Moment of silence, please. Thank you very much. And today, matter of fact, listen, I'm gonna let the lady, I'm neat. Listen, I got a whole list. You got a whole, I got, whole I got I got accolades, but I, I want you to introduce our very special guest. Why you always got to put the pressure on the lady thing, lady empowerment? I'm gonna get all into that. Listen, want me? I got it. Want me? I'll handle. Okay. Well, today we have something about a singer, you know, when a actress, songwriter, and now author of the new book. If he wanted to be there, he would be. He would or he would be? He would be. He would be? Mm -hmm. Can't hear you, Paul. We can't hear you. Yes, he would. He, he would. would. Okay. Paula Campbell's in the building. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Great. Before Great. we get started, Great. right, I just want to say this. Before we get started, I love you to pieces because your song, you released Girlfriend on My Brother, King Porter's birthday, March 19th. On my, on my Apple Music, it say March 19th for you, March 19th. So we have a lock and load, all right? Just yes. to let you know. <laughs> yes. But tell us what's been going on. Yeah. Um, I'm in Atlanta, so, you know, I wrote my book, I've been doing some acting, of course, always my music, and um, just living my life. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. Well, look, I got to, uh, I'm going to let y'all speak first, because I got some questions, I'm telling you. What you uh, got questions about, A lot. I, listen, well, first, this title kind of drew me in. It speaks for itself. Yeah, it speaks for itself. But um, I want to get into that. What, what, what? Why that title? Um, so <laughs> I wrote. I started actually. The book came in my journaling. I journal like several times a day. So I mm -hmm. I like to write down my thoughts or whatever. Um, because I'm I'm usually a very direct person. You can probably tell by the title. Um, so writing my thoughts down always is better for me than actually just saying it direct. So I started writing down thoughts. I was going through uh, a healing, well, I'm going to say I was going in my healing process. I had went through a really bad uh, breakup and um, in writing that book, really, or writing my journal, what it really helped me do was actually take ownership of the things that I had done wrong or the signs that I had ignored, the things that I allowed to happen. And um, I was talking to my best friend 
And um, it was so many things that I had helped by my ex with. And I'm just like, oh, so this. I was really hurt about it. And I'm upset. And she said, hey, Paula, he wanted to be there. He is. And that title just stuck with me. And from there, I had already decided I was going to write the book, but I grabbed the title from there. That's good. Okay. Um, as far as your book, right? If he wanted to be there, he would. I want to ask you, um, as far as relationships, there we go. Oh, let the people know how to find it. How can they oh, find you your can book? You can get it on IamPaulaCampbell.com. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere where you purchase literary work. You can purchase the book if you wanted to be there. Um, I'm going to say this because I was a confused male. And as your title says, if he wanted to be there, he would. Wait a minute, confused as how long ago? Oh, years ago. We talk about years ago. Like, years ago. But, um, I wanted to be more than one place. <laughs> you saying if he wanted to be there, he would. Yeah, but I was, you know, I was, I was, fuss I was fighting with my feelings and, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a thing where my feelings was involved, but then on top of that, it was something that was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I got a brain fart. I'm usually, um. Somebody, you was immature. Another word. Mm -hmm. um, Contemplating. Um, huh? Contemplating. No. Um, when you deal with something that's just because it's there, it's easy. Uh, Convenience. Uh, Convenient for ten thousand. Yeah, because I mean that was me. I was dealing with two women that I love, but one of them it was like more of a convenience. So I was confused. I'm keeping it real. I definitely want to read your book though. I did. I did. And I'm was gonna you, order one. Okay, or you would confused the, just the, the position that you were in or the situation you were in, like were you what were you confused about? Um, I was I was I was confused about where I wanted to be. Honestly, I was because again, if he wanted to be there, he would. Are you with either one of those ladies now? Mm -mm. Nope. So I moved on to bigger, better things. He, he, I'm in thing. love. You in love, Tyree? I'm in that's love. A, that's a beautiful thing. Love, especially when coming from. Most guys that you know have hurt hearts all over east, west, wherever, county, and to actually still get something good after all the hearts that you've broken—that's that's that's what's up. I'm gonna keep it funky. Like it took me a while for me to love again. It did. Like I'd have been through so much. It took a minute for me to trust again, love again, and all of that. I'm gonna say this too, Dad. Um, it's kind of hard following behind you because you already know, don't you? You know. Say but Dad, I like what you're doing with your fam, Dad. Keep it up. Yeah, that's what's up. He he he's, he's sticking it out. He's like, yeah, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Perfect. I, if you feel I like can't, I, I can't argue with the definition of a book. Mm. To, the, to the extent of to the extent of like as a man that's 
Like, that's kind of like what I live by when it came to, if, if it was really a woman I want, I'm gonna be there. Like, right. There ain't gonna be no doubt. Like, she ain't gonna have to doubt it. And if she ever have doubt, it's probably something that she's like going through or something like that. But I reassure her or whatever. But like, that's just like, I ain't gonna lie. I can't argue with the title of the book. It's kind of true to me in my in my life. Right. Yeah, I, I can really I can really dad, say that. Like, huh? I said my dad always used to tell me like when I was a teenager, and he's like, you know, baby, when a man wants to do something, he'll make a way. When he doesn't, he'll find an excuse. And so. I pride myself on when I see someone like, mm, you know, and I mean, things happen. So we all have excuses for certain things, you know, mm-hmm. reasons for not being in a space that we want to be. But when someone is constantly giving you excuses and um, it's not just for men, though, it's for women as well. Because, you know, I know men who have been in situations where they have wanted to be there and then the woman wasn't ready. At the end of the day, everything is a decision. Even mm-hmm. love is a decision a decision you can't choose how you feel about someone but when you choose or when you know that you want to love someone wholeheartedly you make the decision to either be there or to not and if you're still in a space where you're playing games or you know oh i want to be here and i want to be here and be there but you know that these women want something different you're still not there mm-hmm. you're like you're there physically but if you're not there mentally if you're not there emotionally if you're not there spiritually you're not there if right. You wanted to know, you would. True. True. And and and, and what and what 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 our book I believe what our book is saying to me that's like kind of the difference between like that's what they be fighting with so much kind of figure out like is he really for me like is he do he fuck me do he do I like how do I know you feel me and it it is that simple like you'll know because he's gonna be there. Like that's what friendships, that's what anything. People people do what they want to do. Like that is is that cut and dry. Like if they want to do it, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Is is that what I find is like we if someone wants to do something, like you said, they'll absolutely they'll absolutely be there. But <laughs> Most men, and this is what I found just in my research, will be honest at the beginning of meeting someone. They will say, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. I got somebody, you know, but I, I can still have friends. He makes it very clear. Or he'll say, you know, I'm ready I'm ready to settle down dating, but, you know, I'm, if the right one come along, like, that's where I am. Like, like I'm let- looking for nothing, but I ain't accepting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, so, as women um, can be very emotional, and women and, and men are, are reared differently. Men are, are reared to be on a hunt, be on a prowl, get as many notches under your belt. And women mm. are raised that the first person you sleep with is supposed to be a husband, get the wife to defend the two kids in a house on a hill, and mm-hmm. y'all gonna live happily ever after. Our mother doesn't, our mothers don't teach us that heartbreak will probably come. You know, mm. like. Everything girls are made out of sugar and spice and everything nice and boys are snakes and tails and puppy dog tails. So <laughs> it's very, very different. And when women meet that man that may say, Oh, you know, I- I'm just chilling right now. I ain't looking for nothing serious. And then she starts hanging out with him and he may be spending more time with her than he does with anyone else. And they go to dinner and she begins um, getting a connection with him that he's not having with her. Because 
women don't really decipher the same way or situations the same way men do. You guys can sleep with someone and it can absolutely be nothing. It was a nice night. We can still be cool, chill. When a woman is sleeping with you, whether it's protected or unprotected, like she is developing something more emotional for you. Emotion. In most cases. Because some women, they savages. You know, it's like. Some women just like different dicks. They just want some different dicks. I mean, that's Hey, Nick, that's one thing you said. I still remember that. Nick said, if she in a relationship, she gonna let her man know when she wants a different dick. <laughs> I, I applaud you. I applaud you. That was not my exact word. But what I'm saying is, we always get the <laughs> notion that women only cheat for emotional reasons, and not all women cheat for emotional reasons. Some just want different dicks, just like some sure. like pussy, like. I'm, nobody is going to say it because they don't want to be looked at like a hoe. But right. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's women up there that feel I like. I agree with that, Nick, but I don't think that's the norm. Like, I definitely know, like, like this. And I think women can explore their sexuality just like a man if they feel like it. Like, that's up to them. But I think for the most, for most reasons, like, women aren't exploring other men because they just want different dicks. They are exploring other men because they're not getting something emotionally, or they're not feeling wanted. They're not feeling adored. They're not it's feeling something like that man is connecting with something them. Something they very much so have all that at home, but maybe he's going through a phase right now where he's on diabetes medicine and he can't get up. I'm going to fix. Like, yeah, I got. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm. I'm just going to keep it all way funky. Like, I. I know it's out there that either that is the situation or it's just that they're not in relationships but because they're women they could be categorized as whole but they lying to nobody they ain't playing no games with nobody they letting everybody know like look this is what it is <laughs> right so it don't always i mean for me i just don't think that i think it's easier for a process my girl cheated on me with the nigga at the job because he was giving her some emotional ties as opposed to my girl just wanted some different dick. Like a woman is never going to bring that to you like that because it's easier for a man to accept if love is involved as opposed to just sex because then that's what that does. That's like... All right, that's all right. All right. Look, 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 Nick. Look, Nick. All right, how many times you want some different dick though? That's no, right. I, you want I, some I, day every time you go to work? I got it. Damn. <laughs> so I can just go get some different pussy every time I go to work. Like, I'm, like, I'm, go ahead. I'm just, listen, let, no, listen, because I, I can understand where you're coming from. Because if you, what you're saying is, if something happened in a relationship, a man automatically say, oh, you cheating on me with him because you're mostly tied to him, all that, whatever, blah, 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 boom, boom. You trying, to break, you trying to break that stereo. I can understand what you're saying. All right. Now, the thing is, if you're in a relationship and you made that mistake, okay, you made that mistake. Cool. You feel what I'm saying? But if you, you're in a relationship and you keep doing it over and over again, hold up. That's the, that's, 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 that's what we got to cry. I'm just saying that. Now, there you go. Most, there you go. I, no, I'm going to say some women that do feel that way, whereas though, they, for whatever reason, maybe they didn't, they didn't heal 
properly or they still stuck on the X or whatever the situation be. Because in my mind, most women, not all, they all go through this promiscuous stage. Some do it when they really young, some do it when they get some do it later, yeah. But, yeah. but it normally happens with most women, not all, with with most women. So I'm just saying that it's not always with women it wants to not be categorized as on no whole shit. So we'll we'll yeah, say yeah. for them what it really is. A lot sometimes. All right. Yeah. All right, so I, let's... I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that. And this is this is why. Like I agree that most well, I would say a lot of women definitely go through a whole phase or whatever. You know what I mean? They get their feelings hurt, be like, oh fuck that nigga, and they move on to the next, whatever. It it happens. However, you're a grown ass lady and you get it's like this, and I'm, I'm old-fashioned in this. Not everybody's going to agree with me. I don't think that it's good for men to cheat. It's just therefore it's like women when they cheat or they're super promiscuous and they want to be whores. A whore is a whore, whether it's a male or a female. Here's the difference: a man can cheat with a hundred different women on ten different days. There's a hundred women in ten days, and his dick going to be the same size. You try that. Let me see what happens to you. Not going to be the same. Some women are promiscuous, whatever, and they don't know about a lot of things. So they thinking like they get relationship with a nigga and they keeping them or whatever, or trying to keep them, and they probably not been promiscuous at the time. So somebody might hear about their past or about whatever, whatever the case may be, or whatever. Or like Paul Campbell saying, they might be out here just getting it in, and like you feel that as a man, like like she said, right. that was one I, of my things. I used to that, hope that, that my baby mother wasn't no hoe. <laughs> All of them. Nigga can tell. 
a nigga can tell. <laughs> I was like, so please, please, like, please don't tell. let the whole hood run through my baby mother. What you wish your baby mother? A brother can tell. What you nah, like? That was a fear of mine. Like this, wondering if my children's mother was her hoe back in the day. But what difference would that would have made it's, at this? That telling you how I used to think. Now, no, I mean, I don't judge, but that was my mind back then. I mean, because I was home. Right. I was that's a certified home. Right. It's a double standard. Huh? It's always a double standard. And the only thing that's different in the double standard is male versus female. That's it. Know, that's it. That's that's it. That's that's totally it. So I, I definitely get that. I'm just saying that it's, it's some women out here that's doing is on some whole shit, and respectfully, that's what they do. If they don't have a relationship, they're not married, they're not tied down, they can do what they want to do, but they will never say that. So let they, me ask you, as, as they, women. But is it, is it anybody's business for them to say, like, guys, right. niggas ain't out here like, oh, I'm, I, I mean, he might be with his homeboy, just like I, I got definitely homegirls that's out there that be like, oh, I'm about to do this, I'm doing this, yo, have my back for this, whatever, but is it anybody's business, like, if I was a hoe, I'm not gonna be like. <laughs> right, I, right, right, right. No, I'm right. saying, but that niggas ain't doing that with chicks. No, that could be just very much. As I'm not even saying you gotta go to that extreme way of telling all that, but just like a male can come to you and say, "Look, I don't want no nothing serious. I'm just having a good time, whatever, whatever." The female can just as very much say the same thing, and the reason could be because they doing them. Females say that. that. But then when sex get involved, they change everything up. I'm dating. I don't want to talk to nobody every single day. Please don't call me every single day. Because here's the thing. I might be on a date with somebody else. I'm not going to disrespect him and answer the phone. Like, I'm not committed. So are you dating with a purpose? Do you date with a purpose? Or you just date just because, just the date? Right now, I'm not dating with a purpose. No, I'm dating because, you know, I'm board so you want, you want her why eat the nigga food up but like no <laughs> but here's the thing i i i went to capitol grill the other day with somebody i go to capitol grill by myself so mm -hmm. you could come and you could pay or you cannot come right. and i could go by myself and somebody else probably gonna pay while i'm there i don't like i don't need you to go but right now i'm not in a space where I'm dating with a purpose, and I'm not against it. I'm not like, oh, I'm just dating, whatever. Like, if I meet somebody that I really want to deal with like that, that would be awesome. But I mean, none of y'all niggas are sweeping me off my feet. So if you mm -hmm. want to hang out, cool. I like your conversation, but it's nothing else. And I don't have a problem with it. Now, people get offended very yeah, often. They do, and I, I've been honest. Like, look, we can go out. You can vent to me. I'll eat your food. I'll smoke your weed if that's the situation. But I'm not fucking. I'm telling you that. And you know how many you times. You gonna smoke my weed, but not give me none. Listen, but you don't know how many people will not. I don't get a, a response after that. It just be okay, yeah. cricket. Yeah, For but real? here's the difference. Here's the difference. A man knows what he's after. How many times can a man say that same thing to a woman, and she's gonna be like, "Oh, we just going out." And she's going to fall for the okie doke And then she starts sleeping with him. And then, again, it's a whole, like, it's a flip side. It's a catch-22. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't went and really try to hang out. You really, oh, well, what you doing? Just hang out. You think I'm playing? Hang out. 
Like she, it, 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 it like, because I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just different. Yeah. A woman, here's the thing. I'm, you I'm, I'm like, I'm, hang out, and you're spending what? that time with her. Most mm. women, if they like you, are going to want to go to another level. It's not yeah. so hard for you to get to the next level. Where a man, if I tell a man the same thing, like, yo, just hang out, he like, man, he ain't going, and he out of there. Right. See, my old, my old problem was, my old problem was, never knew when to like. Cause I was, I was like, all right, this level you want to stay at, level we at. And then they looking at me like, you gonna go to the next level? I'm like, I don't know. Like you, you got me stuck at this level. I'm not really the, you feel me? Like once you say you just want chill, that's what we doing. I'm not a forcer. I'm not a like. I'm not a. I'm not a trying to. Cause I, I, I hate. I, I, I hate to hate movies like Color Purple and like movies where guys was just doing foul stuff to women. So it was like. My my approach to definitely women I I like or whatever it was it was different it wasn't on the like I like you or whatever I want to do this with you or whatever it was on the like if I really want to see if you like me I like you right but I don't know I like I don't know people extent I'm I'm just I just be that I just feel like that with myself like that. I don't like because I be so I mean, I'm I'm, I be so invested like <laughs> I be so invested. Had men say, I want to date you exclusively. And, mm. you know, like, I want to see what this is. To me, that's honorable. Like, if you want to date me exclusively, if I think you're cool, I might try that. You know, let's just see what it is. And I may do that, but that's different because, I mean, now people in general, I don't want to say men versus women, people in general, now they just, they looking for a come up some kind of way. Yeah, it's, it's hell, a whole nother game. It's, it's, not, it's a whole it's not nother. Like, yeah, not doing it all. Nothing. Nothing. They're looking for help. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people are here right. looking for help. Exactly. Convenient, convenient also, help. And then I think also most people, most men and women, when they go, women think one way, men think one way. So uh, the women, you'll have the women on the side thinking like, okay, he wants to spend time with me. He wants to fuck me. He needs to be able to do this, this, that, and other. Then you'll have the man to say, well, if I'm doing this, this, and the other, I should want it. But it's, it's an even, it's a fair exchange. We both having mm-hmm. fun. We both enjoying each other's company. We both get, we come, we both come out of sex. So it shouldn't be like, well, in order for this to be this way, you know, I got to come with this, this, and the other when we're both enjoying each other's time. It's like, yeah. it's so many stipulations that's put onto the situation before the situation even occurs. I feel mm-hmm. you. I think most people they might they might have an idea of what they want out of a person. That doesn't mean that that's what they're gonna settle down for. Because a lot of times, with because a lot of times, what happens is we'll have a checklist like, oh, he has to have this, she gotta have that, whatever. And we had that list, and then we'll meet someone who's completely opposite of everything that that we would imagine, and that's what we fall in love with. So you know, we're really tricking ourselves, but thinking that we're preparing ourselves at the end of the day. When not sex, not just hanging out, not just kicking it, but when you really fall in love and you love someone wholeheartedly, whatever it is that you were looking for, it doesn't even matter because we fall in love with the soul. Like you can, you can love how beautiful she is, you can love how handsome she is. You know, he got a body, or you know what I mean. He find it, whatever. He got money, whatever. 
So this from this coming from the heart. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's lessons learned. And I'm a firm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Learning lessons and going through my own therapy and taking my psychology classes. What I learned was that it's not one in a million, or my situation wasn't far fetched. People experience this regularly. Like this was like a normal. I right. was taken aback. Like this is normal. Like, yeah. I'm gonna say this: uh, most, uh, well, relationships will have more, more of uh, more of a good lifespan if we all learn to live with choice and choice and acceptance. 
deal with your choices. Whatever you choose to do, man up to it. Stick with it. That's but another thing that I think is a problem. Huh? I love things, Tyree. You know that when, when it comes to love or what people think love is, it's kind of like one of them things like, okay, it's no real rule book to it to say just because I love you with all my heart and soul that you're going to give me that and respect nothing has got like that. So you just have to have like unrealistic expectations of, I'm not saying going to a relationship already looking at the, the bed, but just understand that just because I I give you all this, I will hope that you give me that, and, but it's not nothing, girl. That's what, that will happen. That's when trust come in, though. But you, a major component. You said choice, and, and, and your choices, you can make a choice. And again, it's so much I talk about, like, even um, even personality disorders. Personally, I was dealing with a sociopath. And mm. I didn't know I was dealing with a sociopath because they are charmers. He swept me off my feet. My, like, automatic. I didn't. I was like, God damn, a nigga swept me off my feet and then. <laughs> Yes, I'm like we're on it, and then right. to get so wrapped up and so involved in something, and then that person just do a 180 on you, and you don't mm. like you don't even recognize this person. And all of a sudden, and when you've given up so much, it happens so often. So that's a choice that I made, and yes, I have to accept that this is my choice. But understand that my choice wasn't based on the person that I I learned; it was the person that I knew from the beginning. So. Mm -hmm. you like it's not even about accepting your choices it's really just accepting what it is in the moment because what i decided yesterday and what it is today is two totally different things mm. and i think also like when with, okay. with in the healing part like you have to heal from previous situations because when you don't you then become vulnerable to somebody to basically get to get over them like you I'm so vulnerable because you're so hurt from that last experience that you want to share it with this new man. So you're giving him the rule book. You're giving him the do's and the don'ts for free. Like you're not, you're making it so easy. And then that person that you think he is, which isn't really who he is, he became who you said that y'all wasn't. Now you fit, now you figure out, oh, this ain't him. Like, is this shit even real? Right. Because here's the thing. If you're going into the next relationship or you're dating someone to tell them and you start telling them about your past, like, I'm not going, nigga, if you want to talk about that nigga, then we got a problem. Like, right. I don't want to talk about him. I'm done here. So I think, and I agree with you, Nick. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that when women do that, I really don't understand it. Yes, you're giving a, a man ammo, but why in the world are you telling this person I'm sorry. Why in the world are you telling this person about what's going on or what went on in a past relationship when now we're in the present? And why does he even want to listen? Because they because they haven't hit. They're not over it. And it's just like at that moment, that's the that's the person that three, four, five That's the person that they texting all day. That's that's like you it happens. You know, and I'm not saying that you got, I, I, I wouldn't say that I want to know everything that someone did in past relationships, but I kind of want to know if there's a pattern of situations like, okay, are you still, do you, what kind of relationship do you have with his mother? Do y'all co-parent okay? 
we all hate each other. I'm not saying tell me all this, but I just want to know to like, oh, it's trying to get to know you. Like, okay, well, he deal with situations, or maybe he reacting this way because all the women that he dealt with for me, like you know what I'm saying. Like, sometimes you want to know, even if you don't want to know, you kind of want to know because that's that's what you form your basis off of. What's another time? What's another uh chapter? Uh oh. The next chapter is placement of emotions. I'm trying to get back on it. It's not letting me go back. Come back to y'all. Scroll. We Press your hit. finger. Over. Scroll you. Oh no. Scroll. Uh, there you go. There you go. Okay. okay what is it? Um, then the second chapter is placement of I mean, you can think of all of y'all probably when you were younger, like the things that you did, the lack of self-control you had in every situation. Somebody got smart with you, you want to go fight, man. You're like, man, I time for that. Like, and it takes you a lot, a, a shorter amount of time to even let stuff go because you're not focused on it. When we focus our attention on what hurt us, it takes us. It's a longer healing process because. Yeah. We're focusing like subconscious. It stays in your subconscious mind even longer because you've yeah. allowed yourself to dwell on it, dwell on the pictures on Instagram or Facebook, to dwell on the past and what happened and how y'all used to be, to dwell on the text messages from three weeks prior, to dwell on um how y'all made love, to dwell on oh this new chick ain't nothing like me. Whatever it is, like it really is talking about like where to place your emotions and how to start focusing. Right, and it's also I think like you said, your best friend. Like you have to surround yourself also with people that not they're not going to feed you, you know, what you want to hear, but more so mm-hmm. tell you to know. Like, look, and it's over. So, like, what the fuck are you going to do? You going to sit up here, going to think about it and dwelling in it, or you going to keep like get yourself up and keep it moving? Like, I'm that friend found ourselves with fake people that will, you know, encourage you to maybe, well, girl, just stay with them because this, this, that. And you know it ain't nothing out. It ain't the pickings the slim and, you know, ain't no niggas out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some people in your circle that, that do things like that. You need to, like, get get rid of all that because, I like. I definitely talk about that in the book, too, about releasing, um, just and not really getting rid of people because everybody has everybody has their own perspective. What you think is not what I'm going to think. So I could think, you know, I could have grown up in a household where um, that's what my mother dealt with. So to me, I'm like, girl, that ain't, you know, it's not that bad. It's not that I'm that's trying to get bad advice. It's that I'm thinking that I'm giving you the best advice. Or I could be the girl that, you know, all he did was come home late one night and be like, girl, fuck that, uh-uh, leave. You know what I mean? Like because. I'm dealing with my own trust issues. It doesn't mean that I'm your friend or I'm phony or I'm trying to give you bad information. 
that means that you can't deal with me in that time and you got to learn how to release those people in that space so that you can think clearly. I personally think that when you're going through that, if you don't have that one person to, to really vent to and talk to, then you probably shouldn't talk to anybody. And I right. find that for the most part, uh, you really need somebody who's just listening because oftentimes we'll talk ourselves into because at that point we already know what it really is so we don't need we don't need confirmation about you know we do right. we're always looking for it we're always looking for the why we're always looking for the confirmation even when like, we know because here's the thing and i wrote this in my in my book a lot of times we're not looking for healing we're looking to change the narrative we're looking yeah. to change the outcome of what happened we're looking right. for him to come back and apologize and say i'm sorry and work it out we're not looking to get past it so you know we, we're talking to friends we're talking to family members we're going to and listening to to all of these um these relationship specialists on instagram and reading all of the posts and shit trying to figure <laughs> out what's going better fit us so that we can um change how oh you know how to get your man back or how to make him jealous if you doing something no <laughs> that time alone because here's the thing if you pouring that much time and, and attention into someone who couldn't care enough about you it's probably so right and i think also women in in, in most in some men, women's minds they know what it is. They see what it is. They have the experiences and everything. But this, that I might, I feel like I'm losing to another woman. Like I didn't make basically break this nigga into the type of nigga that I was, and now he's like I don't want to lose. Like it's something about the competition thing. So a lot of women right. in that situation because they don't want to say that they break, you know, bow down, get the rings up. So that's your headache now. That's fun. Most women won't do that because you're losing. Right. Yeah. That competition is real. Just to be like, uh, I don't really like to get personal with it because I really made it very vague. Um, just with more so of, of my research than anything um, because I wanted everybody to be able to relate. Can I say? I want I want to say something like on like as a like on a hip on a human band standpoint as it's always like men, women, men. I, I feel like as a like the person I am, I made a lot of decisions at an early age. Like you said, when I was hurt or when this happened or whatever the case. So a lot of stuff I like I agree with because it's kind of like it's not the norm, but it's kind of like that's what's going on. Yet, I always felt personally when I love, I really love hard. So even when I was in, all right, all right, all right put put this for example. I, I'm, I I have a fiance now, right? Before I was in a relationship with her, and before I before I met her again, I was dating, right? Before I was dating, I was in another relationship. Now I was I was a little young, but I took I take I take stuff seriously, kind of. You feel me? So I like inside that relationship, she cheated on me, but like she kind of got caught. You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? So I wasn't so like hell bent on like you cheated on me, you cheated on me. Like Nick said, like I, 
I was just like, I wanted to know what was up. You feel me? What she wasn't able to tell me yet. Boom. So I we break up or whatever. You know, I go, I'm a little hurt, whatever, but at the same time, I'm not as hurt because I felt like I knew what I was going to. So it's like, you know, I'm not a I'm not a real double standard type of person. I'm not the type of guy be like, I know I'm do you know what I'm saying? Like I just ain't get caught. You know I mean? And so boom, I'm date, I'm dating or whatever, but when I'm dating, like y'all saying, I wanted I wanted to point this out too. Cause some women don't know how to take if a guy is just like a type of guy like me. Like one time I took a girl on a date, I took her like a, like shopping a little bit for her. You feel me? She thought, I guess she thought it might have been like, you know, something. You feel what I'm saying? And I thought it was just a gesture from me to you. You feel what I'm saying? It, it wasn't no no like, even if we had sex or whatever the case may be, I told you up front, like, I, I didn't want to go there with you as far as relationship life. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, but afterwards, I, like, some people have resentment. You feel what I'm saying? Because when I got with her, it was like, oh, dang, you just stopped everything with everybody. And yeah, because, like you said, like that book said, you're going to know what it is when it is. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not too much. Like, I ain't, I don't go too much, too, too much choosing. Like, I ain't too much. Like, once once it happens, I be like, man, shit, I don't want that happening. Again. So, what I really want, that's what I'm really get out of my life. I don't know, like, a lot of people go searching too much. Like, stop all that searching shit. You know yourself. Like, that, and a, a lot of people be, be so privy with, like, oh, am I this? Am I that? Am I that? No, you yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. You yourself. If don't nobody like that, fuck them. Like, that's what he got really deal with. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it really is. And you're going to find a person that really like you every time they see you all the time. Because like like Paula Campbell Sam, it's it, more than the physical and everything. That's going to connect when y'all see each other. Or whatever. But once y'all souls like, it's going to be something different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to be something different. And you're going to have times where both of y'all question it. But at, t- at a time, it's going to be like, you're going to really know from both, from each other, like, just like how y'all see them old ass people, like, how old y'all? 85, y'all still got me? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They souls lock. You feel me? It's, yeah. it's, it's something different when that happens with two humans. You feel what I'm saying? But I just know I was, I was like, I was like, man, I, I was, I'm just a person that's just not with it. Like, that's like I said, I, I did a lot of things to myself as a kid, like stupid stuff. Like, I choked on sunflower seed, I poked myself in the eye before. Like, <laughs> and, 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 it's like, it's like I'm a, I'm a person who be like, no, nah, I ain't doing that again. I ain't like how that felt. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. Some 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 people like how it feel to be hurt all over again. Some people are addicted addicted to the the cadenness when somebody get hurt and all that. Like, I ain't the type. I'm gonna tell you straight up and straight up and down. Oh, if I want you, I want you. If I'm here, I'm here. Once you question that, that's all on you. You feel what I'm saying? And if when but when two people get together, right? That's the that's a significant thing. They tell each other when they're going through shit. You feel me? They tell each other, yo, I'm going through this type of phase. I don't know what's going on in my head. That way, the other, that's 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 what becomes the partner part. You feel me? That's when the other person like, okay, like, I ain't, like, I ain't, like, a female be thinking like, damn, wait, I ain't giving him enough head. No, he probably thinking something, something totally else that's, that's <laughs> going on. He probably think like, damn, I ain't providing this for him. I ain't, I ain't doing this for my family. Why ain't, you feel what I'm saying? Where though he off track. And you don't know that. You know what I'm saying? He don't know. He's not the type of guy to express that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like a lot of shit this way. Sometimes you just gotta be look yourself in the mirror. And if you with your partner, you gotta say, like, 
All right, if you really with me, I got to break this down to you the best way I can possible. And if you, feel me, can receive it, you're going to know how to help me. That's what partners do. That's what people in relationships do. That's what, like, that's what all that is when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. feel me? All that's together, like friendship, all that shit together. All that shit together. Homie love a friend. Uh, R. Kelly said it back in, I think, like, 91. The homie love a friend. Huh? Which, what? That was on the that was on the 12 play out. I oh, listen to that. Homie love a friend. You sure? <laughs> I don't think that was on 12 play. I think that was on the one before. Better dollar. No, 12 play was strictly nasty. Strictly nasty. It was. Nasty. Yeah. I'm doing all that. All right. Oh, another thing, Miss Campbell. For the people that are just tuning in, please let them know how to, let them know the title and how to find your book. Please. Subtitle is six steps to push past the breakup. You can get it on my website at IamPaulaCampbell.com. Um, or you can get it from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or anywhere where you buy your literary work. Can and I get a signed copy, please? You got it. If you Thank want you. it signed, you got to get it from my site. Yeah, I want. I want my All site. Right. So let me ask you a question. Um, so I think we discussed this when we were on the phone. Um, in writing the book, like how hurtful was it in writing the book? Like, were you still going through the motion? You know, because you said you did a lot of journaling. Were you going through the motions as you was writing it, or was like, okay, I'm over this chapter in my life now? I can, you know, a book about. It. I, as I was writing, I definitely uh, there are things that I, I remembered, or those are the epiphanies that I had sometimes where I'm writing something and then I'm like, wow, I really experienced this. So. I think um, it definitely, I definitely took some time, stopped a few times, just kind of in disbelief of um, what I put up with, what somebody that was supposed to love me and want to spend the rest of their lives with, how they could mistreat me. Um, so it definitely, in writing it, um, I definitely was healed or in my healing process. But even today, like, I don't want that nigga, but when I see some sort of thing or someone, <laughs> Like my sister actually mentioned him today and it bothered, it still bothers me because I don't, I'm, I would say this all the time and it's not to be cocky, like I'm the best person I know. And I don't say that like, oh, you know, like when I say I'm the best person, like I'm honest, I'm authentic, I love hard, I'm, I'm loyal to a fault. Like if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. If I don't, then I don't. And if you don't talk about it, you will know. And that's it. That don't mean I, you know, that don't mean nothing negative. I'm not going to go talk about you behind your back. Like, I was just a stranger my last. Like, I'm just me. And I really don't know like me. So, when someone hurts me intentionally, which is very rarely, I'm super devastated. And um, I think I will for a long time still look at that situation like, so you know whether writing it even when i reread it sometimes when people talk about it or make sense of it it's still at the end of the day that was fucked up mm. nothing nothing's going to change that 
I feel it. That stuff on paper definitely probably resonates differently. Like you writing all this stuff and then you looking like, dang, this nigga did this to me. Did this nigga really? Wait a minute. I know I didn't let this nigga. That this. Me. I let this like. Like. I let mm. you. I let I let you at the end of the day because as you did do something one time and I continue to let it go. Well, and keep in mind, he wasn't a cheater. Like he was, he was just, he was not a cheater at all. But the the emotional abuse, the verbal, like what, like we could be outside. I'll just give you, a, we could go to a banquet or whatever, and we're like hand in hand and shoulder to shoulder, and he'll touch me and rub me and talk to me and we'll be laughing and you will be like, oh my God, couple goals. And we would go home and he would not say anything to me at all. Like I'd be like, okay, you want to eat something? He'd be like, right. He's a sociopath though. So, so and because I used to be a very reactive person and he probably is the type of person that would have called the police. No, he is. He'd call the police. Uh, so you know it's like he'll do something to get you to react so that everybody will think that it's you you're crazy that you're the crazy yeah, one. so and it's kind of like so uh -huh. if i hadn't done dealt with probably my my relationship um before then with the narcissist the serious narcissist and the wait a minute so you had a narcissist i learned in therapy is that strong personalities oftentimes attract sociopaths, very arrogant people. Yeah. Why? Because with a strong personality, like you would think that, oh no, you know, he'll be with a weak woman. No. A sociopath has nothing to break down with the weak woman. So they want to break you down. They want to break they, you down. They need something to break down. Break down. So when you see me and I'm just, I'm like, oh, and I'm confident yeah. and I'm like, hee hee hee, and I'm silly and I'm fun and I'm, and I'm just me. What you think is like, oh my God, nobody can tear that down. He is like, oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do that yeah. shit. I'm gonna get you. Dude, not talking mm. to your friends, not I'm going, going to get you, bitch. Bus. I'm going to have how fucked up crime because I didn't took so much of yourself away from you because you gave him that much power. Yeah, but you, you don't you, think you that, that you give that thinking that you're safe again. He swept me off my feet. I've only been in love one time, and that was about uh, I was in love with the dude that I wrote How Does It Feel About. So, okay. that's oh. one of my best friends. Today. Like, my song. That's one of my best friends today. Like, that's my, my, like, I hope right. that I'm at his wedding, and I hope that he'll be at mine. Like, I love that man. Um, yeah. But we, you know, we were young. We, we just, we didn't work. Um, this person, this like I, I wasn't in love, but this was the first person that I believed. He was the mm. first person that I believed right. really wholeheartedly enough to to release and give myself, like give all of me. The first time in fifteen years that I didn't, that I wasn't Paula Campbell. You know, I'm just P. Yeah, like, I was just P. What up? But I, I put everything to the side to help him with his goals and his career and the things that I've helped him with is today is world renowned in less than three years. Literally. Mm. Literally. So That's you, you pour so much into someone and then they X you out and then throw you away. Naturally, 
you're going to be hurt. Naturally, you could be bitter. But what are you going to do with that? Because as long as you hold on to it, you keep them with the power. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you, they're still living their lives. A lot of times we hold grudges um, about certain things that happen or, you know, we don't like certain people. And those people aren't even speaking about us anymore. They don't Not remember what happened. And so we're holding on to things that are only affecting us. It's poisoning us. We can't eat, be in a bad mood. We got an attitude about something. We just took something out on somebody who didn't deserve it because we're holding on to something that doesn't matter to anybody else but us. And that right. is what helps. I was just like, yeah, let me, I'm going to keep this one off. Mm-hmm. I got a question. Mm-hmm. You ever think about a soundtrack for your book? Actually, before all of the COVID um, started happening, um, well, I didn't do my um, my uh, auto, my audio, audio book. Audio book? Because uh. it was going to be, um, well, I'll still do it, but it'll be very, like, love young. So just it'll be, like, the track to that. But I wanted to put out my album and my book, and I also wrote a screenplay for my movie at the same time that my digital. Um, yeah. And because it kind of all coincides and works. God damn COVID. <laughs> always fucking something up. It always up. Uh, but you know what? What was what it's good for though? Because even though I had so many things lined up and things that I had to do, I don't know what it would have continued to go. So now what I will say in the meantime is I've been allowed the moment to actually um promote my book to do online interviews, build my presence there, still work with single girlfriends, um, and still be Paula, but have time to think. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, we all on the same playing field now. No, we're not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have Beyonce's following. I don't have Beyonce's notoriety. No, we're not on the same. I don't got Beyonce's money. We're not on the same playing field. But I'm definitely in a space where I'm able to think and not really compete with anyone else. Just think about the things that I need to do and not focus on um, my competition, whoever that may be. Okay. I don't know why, but you got my creative business juices flowing, right? Real quick. It's just something I'm thinking. The name of the title of your book, put it on a t shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we will do um, like paraphernalia and stuff for it. I haven't thought about that yet. Cause that's like, God. See, you get it from, you get it right here, straight from. Straight Women gonna eat that. Oh yeah, you can make sure you come hollering me, Republican great men, when you're but, ready for those shirts. But um, I see like I can see a, another woman reading that. Oh, give me that. I need that it shirt. Draws you in. Mm-hmm. I might have to get look. I might have to write a spinoff. A spinoff. Yeah. If she wanted to be here, she wouldn't be calling that nigga. I don't know, but no, I'll figure it out. But no, I write too, Miss Paula Cam. Well, I'm a writer also. I'm working on, like, I felt you when you said when you was writing. You was like, damn, reflecting on what was going on. I'm writing, um, I'm working on a book called Chronicles of King Porter. And I've been working on this book for so long, but it's so personal. And it's real life situation. So it's like I get into it, then I had to, like, stop. Because it's taking me back to that. Yeah, so I, I definitely feel you on that. Because when, yep. when I was reading some of your stuff, and I was like, this, this, I feel, like, I feel all of this. Like, I didn't been through all of this. Like, 
just like this, like that shit it definitely hits you like in there. You definitely in the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's next, Miss Paula Campbell? We got this one jumping. What, what, what's, what's next on the plate? Uh, well, right now I'm going to be working this book. I'm also, I probably going to put out my poetry book and stuff next year. Also, or I started writing my memoir first in like 2009. So mm-hmm. um, I started sending out some query letters for recently to get that picked up. If I put out my memoir, I definitely want a bigger publishing company to push it. You know, um, so I have the chance of actually getting it to the masses. Um, and always music. So music, acting, art. I saw you talking about that. So I do all of my own paintings. And my yeah, that's, own I like that. That's tight. You do your own paintings? Okay. That's what's up. Okay. We gotta do some work, Miss Campbell. Let me let me get my let me get my name up there. I'm gonna be I'm gonna get with you soon. I got some work ideas. Work. I don't worry about names. Work is work. That's what I like to hear. How does it feel? I'm sorry. I just I'm gonna go get my MacBook. I'm keeping the fountain. Matter of fact, look, y'all gonna have me turn my TV on. But um no. what? Nothing. You don't understand. Listen, all right, we're gonna get back to it, but listen. When you be like, when the tables turn, I feel that shit up like a behind. <laughs> and it make me want to sing it. I'd be like, I'm singing it in your voice. Not when the table. No, when <laughs> the table. That's something about your singing. Keep it up. Good. Keep up the great work. I've I'm been always behind you, 100%. Freestyle right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freehand out yeah. the bridge, and that was it. I was like, "All right, just put put the track on, Rod." <laughs> yeah, you killed that. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's and and how long ago did that song come out? Came out two thousand and four, two thousand three, December two thousand three. Seventeen years. To do like an anniversary. How does how does that feel? How does that feel? And they still play it. They still play it. Like I and they still play it. Man. Like you was the lead, me and Monica was the backup. Like oh, y'all grew up together. Like, yeah, I'm a singer, but I always been a singer. Like I'm in a rack. That's what friends are for. Okay. <laughs> like, that was that was me. So I don't I don't know I don't know what that means, and nobody's ever pushed me to do it. It's just what I've done. So I think until it reaches another level, I probably. To me, I'm still Paula from around White Life Street. That's nerd them all. Okay. Like, that's, that's who I am. So, right. um, you know, I understand now, like, it's certain things I got to watch. It's certain things that, you know, I got to flow differently. But it took me a really long time to even, to even get back. Like, I'm mm. And it, it, it might be a bit naive, but I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, what would you say to any aspiring young writers that may 
had writer's block or may have uh, low self-esteem, low confidence? What, what, what words of encouragement would you give them? Do it anyway. Writer's block is massive. Like, I had writer's block for like five years. Literally. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could not write everything. I was like, why am I writing dumb shit? Dumb. Yeah. Right anyway, because what you think is dumb, like now I listen to some of the stuff that I wrote that I thought was dumb. Like, you said, oh, I'm just going to No. Um, yeah. Keep writing, even when, when he all that content. Here's the thing artists are, we, we love a proof. Like, I do my art, it's from the heart, it's what I do, but I want you to approve, I want you to, I want you to say something about girlfriend. And I didn't even write it, it's Kinky that used to be in the group Lover. Singer Paula Campbell, you know, out and about in the world. Give me the craziest fan moment. Anybody ever throw any boxes on the on the, on the, on the stage? You know how like they throw panties. I'm just saying. Yeah, they throw panties. They definitely definitely throw panties. Throwing shirts and stuff. I had when I was going tour with New York, this gave me like random random. You ever, huh? you ever, um, get starstruck? Like, you ever seen anybody? I'm like, oh, oh my God, Patty LaBelle. And I actually, BET Awards 2007, I was on the red carpet. Beyonce was too. Um, Beyonce was like, Beyonce was like, I was literally in the middle of Okay. I was at a party. I think this was 07, 08. 
And uh, my my friend who was my choreography, Jamaica, we're in Atlanta. She's like, go to this party. I should have a party. So I'm like, all right, we'll go to this party. So mm-hmm. I had on my milk shirt, of course, right? So I was here on rehearsal or whatever. I had on some jeans and I had on a shirt with that milk straight to the party after rehearsal. So I didn't have the same time to change. And so I just coming down or whatever. He's like, oh, I like your shirt. I like your shirt. He's talking about my shirt. Is like five <laughs> feet away from me, and he's like looking at me like, <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. Like, <laughs> the nigga had on high heel boots, way better than any high heel boots I've ever owned. That's the aura. Like, huh? I said, He's an aura. Yeah, he was looking at me like this. So, Usher keeps saying, like, I like your shirt, I like your shirt, and like, whatever little flirt. And I'm trying to figure out, like, shut the fuck up. Like snippet, please. Not right now. <laughs> Just anything. 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 When the table. My own or somebody else's. When the it tables turn. Shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to stop Tyree to shut up. So I say it's <laughs> mine or somebody else's. Even or it don't matter. Okay. Um I think um my own then. girlfriend. I gotta tell you, gotta tell you what I'm feeling inside. I can see through all that makeup. It's not enough to hide the way the way you feel is the crazy things that you. Doing to cover up how you really feel for me. 
Y'all heard it here first on it is what it is radio. Due to the COVID, <laughs> I can listen to Paula Campbell saying exclusively <laughs> while making chicken nuggets for my son. <laughs> Shout out to the COVID for that. Shout out to, to the COVID. For that. For that. Yeah. You. You it's open, it's open down Atlanta, right? Yeah. I mean, it's open, but they they crazy. I mean, I ain't going outside. Yeah, me. Right. <laughs> I don't blame you. So let me. Um. Oh. The rates went the the COVID rates went up again. You Dang. know, the heat is supposed to kill it. So. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. It was. So that's I had crazy. A, um for you, Paula. Are you are you like are you seeing anyone right now? Are you chilling? Like. Any relationships in the future? You just date. I am, I am dating. Um, I'm hanging out with a few people. It is someone that I like, though. So shout out to him. I like. <laughs> I like him. Okay. You want to shout him out? Want to shout him out? He probably not watching. Want to shout him out? We might be watching. No. No. You the only one to be dropping names. Gotta try to, you know. You always dropping names. I mean, I just like to tell the story how it is. I ain't going, you know, sugarcoat nothing. Right. I, mean, I ain't no rap. Nobody, seriously, honestly. Like, no, nobody, no. It is, it's definitely somebody that I like. Okay. So do you have, you have to, um, have you set, like, you set, set up boundaries as far as, like, the warnings, like, you know, because how do you go, how do you go uh, I chosen not to ignore the, the time anymore. I think in the past, um, I've ignored certain things. You know, even with my mm. ex, it really wasn't anything that he did, but it was certain things that he said about mm. like his old friends and things like that. Or his, just not even like ex girlfriends, but friends and like the way he disconnect. Like, oh, I, well, I don't need them no more. So I don't never gotta talk to them again. You know, like things that you would take heed to on. Yeah from anyone else but when you care for someone you start ignoring it so um i definitely now i just i i choose not to ignore the signs where before i might have been a bit passive because i can be uh, labeled as rude sometimes and i don't mean to be like i, definitely yeah. like, Yo, I don't want to talk to you like i don't like talking to someone mm-hmm. every day and when i say that people think i'm being smart or i'm being mean but i'm not i, I don't want to talk to you every day and if calling me every day, I'm not going to want to talk to you at all. Like, I'm, I'm a turtle when it comes to liking someone. Like, it's slow build. You should definitely date somebody else. You know, if we start getting to that space, then cool. But you should put your focus on some other people. because. And I've always been that way, not because of my breakup or anything. Like, it's going to take me a minute to even like you because I need to learn you and get to know you. So when somebody starts 
calling me every morning or whatever, like they definitely out of the running. Elimination. So when you're dealing with this healing process, it's like, um, I mean, I don't know. I'm always thinking about sex. I don't know why, but I just am. In this healing process, <laughs> shut up, In this process, when you're, you know, you're getting to know yourself again and you're getting to, you know, your acceptance of your role that you played in the situation, if you played one in the situation, what do you do about those regular women, you know, them womanly feel, them womanly urge? I'll talk about that in the book. Um, because women have desires just like men have desires. Personally, um, and I state this in the book, I would um, suggest abstinence. It takes a lot of self-control. I mean, even, you know, I even, like, my friends be buying vibrators. Oh, yeah. Like I, I sent you, I went to Amazon and I brought you this and I'm like, no, because, so I am, I am, when I'm all in, when I love someone, I love them. It's like that whole cheating thing, it doesn't register with me. I can't love somebody and give my body to someone else, even in a breakup. I can't like, mm -hmm. I can't love my ex and still think about him and then have sex with someone else. It's just, and I know, I know most women are like that. I'm cool with being that different. And it's not something that I do on purpose. It's just the way that I'm wired. And mm. so I personally um, would say that even masturbation, I know that it's hard to not, um, but just try to like wean yourself out of it. Women <laughs> it ain't hard. More than, more than men. Women like, women probably masturbate way more than men. Way more. Way more. We can, we can keep going. Like, Doubt it. Way more. Better so, dollar. But you might. Like, we can keep going, 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 going. Y'all don't listen. And women think about sex way more than men. So when you're in yeah, that, I, um, I definitely would not recommend that you sleep with your ex, of course. Um, I and I definitely wouldn't recommend like a, just a random, you know, somebody because sometimes when we're vulnerable, we're emotional in that way. Right. We become vulnerable. And so if you do have to get it off, then I would say masturbation is Masturbate. the best way. But um, if nothing <laughs> else, if, if you can, I would say just abstinence in itself. Right. So all I'm going to say, I had a great night last night. You're right. Masturbate. It's healthy. <laughs> Y'all laughing. I'm dead ass serious. Because I know I, I was I was celibate when I, I was, was in town for like over a year and but the one thing i struggled with was the the toys and the masturbation like that was what i had to be called into the chambers for to talk about my my you know that that fleshly feeling that one pleasure myself because that still was kind of like going against the whole thing of being southern you know so i mean it's hard because here's a, a woman will waste her entire day like, Massive guys. I mean, look. So y'all just finger, lay in the bed and just, wait, just listen, play with yourself all day? Your finger look like a raisin. You know how, like, if you've been here in the water too long. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Okay. All right. A woman would literally waste her entire day masturbating. Uh, not an hour, not four hours. No. She, will waste her, she will masturbate and masturbate. She'll wake up. 
or go to sleep. Go to sleep. Maybe eat something, masturbate. Masturbate again. When women, when women have that, when they are, are like sexual in that way, oftentimes it's a feeling that doesn't go away, especially if you don't have the full experience. So if she wants to be held and that, like, that's a part that matters to her. So yeah. even when she's having an orgasm, everything is still not fulfilled. The, the yeah, it's still incomplete. That doesn't, it, it's not complete. So she's just trying to break that space of like fulfillment. And it, just, gotcha. it doesn't happen because she'll wait all day going it like a junkie, like a person. Yeah, chasing that, that film. Right. That first hit, like, where is that? Where is that? Okay. <laughs> mm. I learned something new today. Well, I didn't know women were such masturbators. I oh, thought wow. I was a masturbating champ. You thought I you was the lie. king of masturbation? Huh? You thought you was the king of masturbation? What? See them? <laughs> see them? I ain't got calluses, Dan. And so you, you guys gotta go through so much because you know you gotta get to that space. A woman like my shit work in my sleep. You know what I mean? I can squeeze a woman can squeeze her her legs real tight, and she can have an orgasm. Right. Yeah. Right. Like y'all gotta do extra. Y'all gotta get the lotion, get the right movie, get the yes, get the little tissue. You don't need no. Look, when you got a good brain, listen, I didn't I didn't slept with Tarazi P. Henson, Regina King, Janet Jackson. Hey, listen. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's all I'm gonna say. You know what I mean, Dad? Mind is a terrible thing to waste. But oh man, this was a great show and time is winding down. Before we get out of here, we're not leaving just yet. But please let the people know how to find you on social media and how to find your book, please. Yeah, I am Paula Campbell on all social um, outlets. So P A U L A C A M. There you go. Yeah, you done went over there. P A U L A C A M P B E L L on all social media platforms. The book is. If he wanted to be there, he would. The subtitle is Six Steps to Push Past the Breakup. Again, it's really not about um, just if he wanted to be there, but about finding yourself, healing, and becoming whole without anyone else being attached to that and loving yourself um, without any reservation. So you can get the book on my website, which is IamPaulaCampbell.com. You can also get mm -hmm. it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any literary outlet that you might buy your um, Work. I'm gonna get I'm gonna purchase the copy as soon as I get off here. Yeah, I want mine signed. I want mine signed too. You so much. Mm -hmm. We definitely appreciate you coming on. Shout out to the Housewives of Baltimore also because that's how this connection worked out. And uh Thought Mall, that nail salon, Thought Mall. I think it's Thought Mall. Yeah. Thought Mall. Yeah. They yeah. should be open soon, right? Yeah, open never this open back yeah, up, they're gonna open back up. Okay, okay. Well, this has been another week of It Is What It Is Radio. Miss Paula Campbell. Thank Appreciate you for coming through. Oh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Please. Thank y'all so much.
Don't yeah. be a stranger. Come back because I want to pick up once I read. Once I get to reading the book, I'm coming with mad questions for you. All right. Yeah. Come through. Come through. I like questions. I got I you. Like. We're going to get it together. I, we definitely appreciate you coming on. Definitely. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Keep doing your thing. Got to sign off. This has been another week of It Is What It Is Radio. Fly T. Miles. Got hey. Dev Bogart, Nick, and the, you know the wonderful Miss Paula Campbell. We out. See y'all next week. Please like and share the show. Hey. Republican great men get 18 West 25th Street. 25th Street. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get this shirt. Oh yeah, get the shirt. <laughs> get the shirt. We on look, we get on our own shit. Okay. Hey yo. That shit wasn't right, George. I was I was up.